You're now tuned in for another episode of the uncut, unedited, uncircumcised, filthy podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy, you filthy animal. What's up, guys? This is another episode of the uncut, unedited, uncircumcised, filthy podcast. As you heard in my new intro, which I'm not allowed to name names, but it is someone that I had reached out to on TikTok that has over a million followers who does voiceover work. And he graciously accepted my invite to do an intro for the podcast. So shout out to him because it sounds fucking awesome. And once again, I am not going to waste any time with, you know, my pointless life. I'm going to jump right to it. I have everyone's favorite guest back. He finally cleared a spot in his busy, busy schedule for me. Um, But, you know, obviously we put out the best podcast together. So I brought him back again, as usual. Spencer, what's up, buddy? nothing much thanks for having me i mean i don't know if i'm like the favorite guest anymore because like you've actually had other people on so i know well you know the only reason i did that was you know start branching out seeing if other people would share and then other people listen and then they start you know if they're like oh that's good maybe i'll listen to the other episodes and then i have a lot no bullshit a lot of the girls that i talk to will message me and they're like i don't know who spencer is but he's fucking hilarious. I said, that's my best friend. I know he's a fucking pisser. <laughs> oh, I appreciate all the love. <laughs> and, you know, even fucking TC loves having you on there, too, even though you said sometimes you sound like a goat, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they are delicious on those little gyros at the oh little uh, Kihab bars or whatever they are. The halal I know. Meat. I'm still so upset they fucking closed the Gyro Express in York. Like, when you come here now, we can't even go there anymore because it's fucking closed. That's That was the only <laughs> local fast food chain. <laughs> I, I, just, I don't even... I don't want to get into it. That that one hurt. I, I know. But what's, the, what's that hot dog place that we went to up by you? Oh, it's, uh, it's Ted's Hot Dogs. It's, uh, it's a real big chain around, like... <laughs> Western New York, but uh, I was going to say, man, foot long hot dogs. They make them on the grill right there. You see them flame broil grill those hot dogs and you just get whatever you want on them. They, you watch them touch your wiener. <laughs> you do. And it feels good. <laughs> I know I could, you know, I might have to come up and watch them because I really need someone to touch my wiener. It's been a long time. Quarantine has been a bitch. Quarantine's <laughs> been hard on everybody. So, we're... so where are you at right now? Are you back to work full time? Are you still alternating weeks? Or, you know, what's update me on your life? Yeah, everything's starting to get back to normal. You know, in New York State, they've done everything in like phases and we're on mm-hmm. phase three, I think. So, I mean, stores are pretty much open. Like I went out to eat at a sit down restaurant yesterday. I mean, it was at 50% capacity, but nobody's even out like nobody's going out because was it weird to go out it was nice in a restaurant it was nice i mean like the server had to wear a mask but like you didn't have to wear one at the table or anything i mean it felt like a normal experience like it feels life feels more normal than it's been 
Yeah, well, it just makes me like not envy being a server anymore because I'm like, I could not fucking work with a mask on for that long doing that job. You know what I mean? Oh, no way. And there's probably it's... no money in it right now serving. No, because people are fucking broke and they probably tip like shit and they're pissy because they had to wait so long or blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But speaking of that, while we're talking about restaurants, you texted me the other day and you said you sent me an article and the caption what you put was this is when shit starts to get better and that was about cracker barrel is now going to serve beer wine and mimosas oh my god i mean we've gone there like anytime that we're together we've gone there like every sunday for however <laughs> long i mean it's the best restaurant ever and every time we're there like i either think it or i say it out loud like it would be nice to have a, a cocktail or something with this delicious country meal. And now yes. it's going to be a reality. <laughs> Drunk crack or brunch is going to be a thing. I'm so excited. That's the only- me, <laughs> me and Brian were talking and we started coming up with a fucking list of beers that would be served at Cracker Barrel brunch. And this is the list that we came up with. We came up with Old Milwaukee. Bush Light, <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon, Coors Light, Keystone, Miller High Life, Rolling Rock, and Natty Light. <laughs> Bottom line, you're not going to get craft beer there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not getting a fucking IPA at Cracker Barrel. Fucking Bud Light. That's going to be their IPA. You're going to get a Bud Light and a wooden spittoon for your chaw. <laughs> but I honestly, I hope they start doing that soon because... I'm telling you, when you come, when when we see each other and we go to fucking Cracker Barrel, it's it's gonna get ugly. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna have to Uber there. Oh my god, that's really that's how how much the world has changed. We're gonna have to Uber to fucking Cracker Barrel, not not the bar, not the strip club, not the gentleman's club. <laughs> fucking Cracker Barrel. We're gonna have to Uber to. That's gonna be rough. Just drunk puking up hash brown casserole and. Oh my god. Mama's pancake <laughs> breakfast. Grandpa's country fried breakfast coming out the wrong end. Oh my god. It's gonna be <laughs> worth it though. I'll tell you what. I know, but then I'm looking forward to getting back into the casino too. Oh yeah. I mean I and think it's gonna I, take some know. time before it's good again because like half the machines are down. You have to sit yeah. there with your mask on. The only thing is like people aren't gonna be smoking in there probably. Other Which will that, be nice. That'll be nice, but but uh oh yeah i mean so so you are back to work full time then huh yeah it's it's back to the full grind yeah me too i'm back in the office full time i've been i got hired on i've been training in some different things you know that's the one positive in my life right now it's work for you so yeah i mean it's fucking oh hang on we got a knock on the door hello oh my god my mom brought me a milkshake mid podcast thank you mom Appreciate you. That's beautiful. Miss Stephanie brought me a peanut butter milkshake in the middle of a podcast. The smallest of sizes, you said. I heard you order it. I know, I know. I got that what fucking... Or something or... No, I got that lactose in, in toddler ants. I'll fucking shit my pants. I drink a full fucking milkshake. Yeah, me too, buddy. Get old sucks. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I just feel like th- it's crazy, though, because this is the longest, I think, in a long time we've went without seeing each other. Every, yeah, it's been it's been months. <laughs> Normally, it's I think like the last time I saw you was like March. 
like around my birthday i came up yeah i was gonna that sounds about right because that's what about when like oh everything started hitting the fan i know it's fucking crazy i mean it's never been this long even when you fucking moved to mechanicsburg and i still lived in fucking the poconos it was still like once a month yeah Crazy. This is fucking terrible. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get together soon and just get fucking wasted and then do a fucking podcast. <laughs> do like four yeah, hours. I'm gonna tell you, hey COVID, you can suck my balls. <laughs> so the first topic I have for this one is social media, basically, because I honestly I honestly thought about doing what Stephen Colomer has done and taking a full-on break from social media because it is so over-flooded with bullshit of everything that's going on, whether you're fucking, you know, it's kind of like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If you're Black Lives Matter, you're a piece of shit. If you're All Lives Matter, you're a piece of shit. And I don't like to talk politics, but, like, you got to think, how much do you think social media is really fucking playing into all of this bullshit? I mean, it's like the new age news now and like somebody says something, something goes viral and like, mm-hmm. I think it might be good to take a break, honestly, because like, I'm find myself like on it, like all the time, just like looking at Instagram and like grabbing my phone. And it's like, I don't even like, not even like consciously doing it. I'm just like all yeah. looking at it. And I don't know. It's not always the most positive experience, I guess, but. And now the problem is they're, you know they're digging up tweets from fucking 2011 and 2012 on these celebrities where it's like, if you fucking said something, you know, before you were even famous, they're pulling that shit up. People are getting fired. People are losing their jobs. You know, athletes are getting scrutinized because they said shit fucking when they were in college. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Like, obviously you shouldn't be saying like terrible things, but like, I don't know if you should be judged from your past for something that you said like 10 years ago or something, but yeah, for sure. I'm with you on that. I think it's, it's playing a huge fucking part in what's going on. And I don't know. I feel like I would love to just fucking take a break from all of it. Like I saw something on Facebook, no bullshit. This guy fucking went on an Island and disconnected himself from his phone for three months and he just now got back on his phone and had no clue that A, COVID was going on, or B, all of the fucking protests. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, he's the one who made out better <laughs> than any of us. He really did. Lucky motherfucker. I think I would get off social media if it wasn't a tool for us to sell things. Oh, my God. I, you know what? That's like the perfect segue because into the next thing. Because fucking, how hot is your resale game right now? It's really good right now. Like, I thought, like, you think it would have, like, died off, but, like, I think people are, like, getting back to normal and ready to spend money again. Mm -hmm. And, like, I've been doing pretty good with sales. I mean, you do better, like, way better than me locally, but. Dude, it's, I took on this fucking thing a couple months ago, and basically what I tell everybody, it's, I call it a virtual yard sale, which is basically, instead of having a real fucking yard sale, we got to worry about people showing up and who's wearing a mask and who's not. Take pictures of everything you want to sell, throw it up in a fucking post and tell people, message me with offers. And the first person with money in their fucking hand who's going to come pay for it will get the shit. And I'm telling you, I literally have sold shit I thought I would never sell. Things normally at a yard sale, you're like, ah, take it for a buck. I'm getting like fucking 15, 20 bucks for. Wow. It's, and that's the problem too, is that people are like, oh, I'm, 
I'm broke or this and that. You know what? It's going to sound trashy, but you know what you fucking do? Figure out what day is the fucking bulk trash haul away in your community. Fucking drive around and look at some of the shit that people fucking put outside their trash cans. It's trash to them, but I'm telling you, I've made a couple hundred, if not thousand dollars in the past couple years off of free shit. Trash to cash. Trash to cash. I fucking love that. I love garbage (laughs) nights. Like, I always find stuff off the side of the road. Like, we, I got like a little swing last weekend for like Mm -hmm. our front yard. And we got like these little clothing um, hangers that are like for like you'd find in a Kmart. They're metal. And like we planted it in the yard, and my mom put flowers on it and stuff, and we spray painted it. And then we got like this little bar set for free. It's like a wicker bar table. It's mm-hmm. just free on the side of the road. Like you can't it's beat the crazy what people will get rid of. Yeah, people I guess just don't want to deal with it, and we do. <laughs> I will gladly take your fucking trash. Honestly, like it's it's so simple too. Like it's so fucking simple, and you know people just don't want to do the work. But if you did it, you know how much fucking money you can make reselling? It's fucking astronomical. It's insane if you put the time in. Seriously, like, you look at, like, I I tagged you in that thing the other day. One of the guys from Storage Wars sells mainly on eBay. His eBay total for the past six months was over $100,000. Yeah, the, what was it, Renee? (laughs) Renee, I don't make that in fucking two years. This guy did it in six months selling shit on eBay. Yeah, these are year salaries we're talking about. Oh, my God, that's fucking, that's sitting in an office fucking big-time job. Yeah, really? That's doctor money. (laughs) It is fucking doctor money. That's no bullshit. God damn, like, that's the shit that blows my mind, is that people can make that much fucking money off of eBay and shit. I mean, I like eBay, I just don't like shipping and all the fees and all that, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can make more money doing it that way, but, like, it is tempting Mm -hmm. the way that you do it, like, just the quick flip, like, and I got to experience that a little bit today. Like, I made a connection today. I did a Facebook. Like, I listed a few things on Marketplace today, which I never list stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And I listed, like, this little, like, Pepsi clock that I got for $5, and I listed it for 15 And the guy messaged me, and he's like, hey, I like all this stuff that you have listed. Can I just come over and take a look? So the, so the guy comes over, and he buys the clock that I bought that I got for 5 bucks for 15 and then I had like this little like Will Ferrell picture that I got for a dollar, um, cool. sold for five. Then I had this little Babe Ruth tin sign that I had in my room, got ten for that. And then sweet the tobacco sign, the right? tobacco sign, yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, I remember the tobacco sign. <laughs> and this Uncle Bob storage sign, I paid fifteen for it, and I looped it in with that and a couple like of those beer buckets that I had just laying around, the extra ones that I had, and I made sixty yeah. bucks. But the guy was like, he was an older guy and he was telling me that he had just opened up like a little like antique store, like on transit road is like, you know, 10 minutes from where I live. Yeah. And like he said, he can't even keep inventory. He's just selling so much stuff in the summer right now. But like, wow, he was an older guy telling me about like how like this, there's this radio channel that he does in the morning. And like, he just talks about like all the classified ads and stuff like that. And that's how he like finds stuff and sell stuff. Oh I'm my like, God. you can mix that between like, the old school like newspaper radio style and the new school with social media i mean you can just find tons of stuff 
I know. And that's the thing, too, is I don't really get too much into, like, the classifieds thing. It's just I'm so set on this fucking – like, I have people now that fought, like, will message me and ask me when I'm having another yard sale. I actually have one woman who I give – and I call it I call it pre-sale access, where before I post a sale, I'll send her pictures of everything because she buys so much stuff from me. She's literally, like – she the one time like the past couple of times she's taken like half of my sale and still pays full price. That's crazy. What I'm asking, but she'll be like, I want this, 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 and this. Can you can what do you want for it? And I'll tell her, and she's like, Cool. She literally lives two minutes away. She's like, I'm on my way. And she comes, pays cash, takes a shit, never complains, and leaves. It's like one of the best contacts I have. That's the best. Yeah. I mean, especially like when she knows that she can trust you, you're gonna give her a good price. Yeah. You're always gonna show up with the stuff, like and that's the rapport I'm trying to build is so that when people know, because we have a guy around here that puts up fucking garbage and he tries to be like me and he's like, lots of stuff for sale, message me for prices. And he's got fucking stained fucking toys and broken fucking lawnmowers and this and that. It's fucking broken. It's busted. It needs this. It needs that. And he just looks like a fucking retard. He looks like a jackass. Like, I, I can't fucking stand the guy. But then, like, I post shit and I post everything's tested, everything works, everything. I wipe everything down. Fucking, I play no games when it comes to these virtual yard sale shit. And it shows because I always have solid reviews on everything. I think one time one thing was broken that I didn't realize. They came back, I gave them their money back, and they were very appreciative. And that was one time out of the fucking 10 sales that I've done now. Yeah, you got to be good to people, have good prices. Like, don't try to screw people over. Because if yeah. you, you hook somebody up, like, down the road, like, they're going to hook you up with something, too. Yeah. They know or what if, you sell, what you like. Yeah, and even if they don't, even if they're not, like, selling something to you, they're going to come back for more. Exactly. Knowing that you have good prices. So, like, it's it's legit. It's a legit fucking business. Oh, it is for sure. So, and then, I, you know, we had briefly spoken about this when I said what we were going to talk about. So, like, what, like, what is, what is... A, like, what to you is the hustle? And B, like, what does the hustle mean to you? Like, how big of a part of your life is this kind of hustle? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't want to say everything, but like, it's a big part of like what we stand for and what we do. Like, when you were saying that like being broke is a mindset, I think Zach Toomey like had coined that on Facebook and you got to have him on. Mm-hmm. But like, if you actually, if you need He's to turn a list. dollar into two, I mean, we're in the U.S. of A. You yeah. can do it. God bless. God bless. And that's the thing. It's so, like I said earlier, it's so fucking easy. Literally, you don't even have to go out and get free shit. You don't have to go to yard sales and flea markets and thrift stores like we do. Literally, go in your fucking garage. Go in your basement and find a couple fucking things that you don't use. I guarantee you, you throw them on Facebook for decent prices, you're going to sell them. That's what Gary V says. You need $5,000? It's in your fucking house. It or is. your garage. It's... <laughs> All I can think about is the video when we were fucking shit-faced and you were saying that out in your garage. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's just, it's so, it's simple. It's fuck. It's foolproof. Yeah, we live in a society of excess. and Like, everybody's got shit that they don't need. And, like, you can list it, sell it, and make money. 
And that's the funniest thing, too, because I'm literally laying on my floor looking around my room and I'm like, I have so much fucking shit. <laughs> it's not even funny. I literally, the past couple weekends, like, we've been going to yard sales. Of course, I've been buying shit for inventory, but like, Anything I remotely think I want for myself, I've just been fucking buying, and it's going into a bin, and I haven't even been going through it, so I really need to. <laughs> I mean, that's the like a big part of it too. That's fun is like when you go to a yard sale or like whatever, and you find something for yourself. I mean, oh my god, that's fun yeah. Too. I mean, I found. I want to say like a majority of the stuff that I own, no bullshit, was found either through a yard sale. Um, a marketplace post, a thrift store, a flea market, shit like that. I don't pay full price for anything, really. Yeah, we don't. Like, and it goes to like our clothing too. Like everything. Oh my god, like, yeah. underwear and socks. <laughs> we get yeah, used. I've been trying to find a new king size sheet set, which are like forty fucking dollars. I found one at a yard sale yesterday that the lady said was never used because they didn't like the way it fit on the bed. I fucking took it home. I washed it. I paid three fucking dollars for this set. That's sweet. It's got all the pillowcases, the flat sheet, the fucking fitted sheet, a bed skirt. I'm like, this is the shit. Honestly, I, you know this too. I got my fucking bed at a storage auction. I know. <laughs> and I think that's that's the best way to go, honestly. Yeah, this is like a this is like over a thousand dollar bed that I paid in a unit that I paid one fifteen for. Yeah. I mean, we, like that's a fucking no brainer. <laughs> we didn't do quite that good. But, like, my girlfriend and I, we bought our bed. We're moving in in a couple of weeks, and we bought our That's bed. That's very frame. exciting. You can't just speed past that. Congratulations. That is great news. Thank you. It's it's a new chapter for sure. Exactly. And when, I mean, shit, I mean, I have no good things to say about moving in with somebody, but I wish <laughs> y'all the absolute utter best. <laughs> Thank you. Until she... Until she rushes y'all to get a dog and then she turns very bitter and she tells lies about you and takes all your money and your dog and makes you pay for the place by yourself. So I hope that does not happen to you because I love you and you don't deserve that. <laughs> I mean, I know that happened to you, but we're ahead. We got the dog already. So. And the shelter oh, yeah, said you, you guys... can always take it back. So Yeah. You guys are taking your dog, right? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. But anyway, you were saying you guys were, uh, yeah, we have the bed set. Yeah, we were trying to get everything for this new place, and we needed stuff. Obviously, like the king size bed, we got the frame used with the dresser and everything, and it was like pretty much brand new from, you know, whatever store the lady said that the lady we bought it from. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, I just wanted a new color in my room, so like (laughs) she sold her whole bed set with like the bed frame and the two dressers and whatever, and it's like, what the hell? That people yeah. can just have the money to do that. But I mean, it was like brand new, you know, and, and it only the... got one, you know, big ding on it from when I was driving it in the U-Haul truck. But what are you <laughs> going to do? Because it tipped over. I didn't tie anything down. Well, that's the best though. When you feel like I like to call it sniping, like when you see something so good that you think a hundred people would buy and you're the first one to message and you get that, that's the best fucking feeling. Yeah, it doesn't happen often for me, but when it does, like... I mean, it's the best. Like a couple weekends ago, I sent you a picture of it, but I got a brand new fucking in a per, in a fucking etched out case, a Jameson case. It was a full on Jameson dartboard with Jameson darts and it hangs up on it's got like a Jameson wooden case. The thing goes for well over a hundred bucks and I sniped that shit for twenty bucks off a of marketplace. The guy's like, I bought it and I just never set it up and my wife wants me to get rid of it. 
and it was a fucking steal. That's awesome. And Jameson's our favorite whiskey. That's in our blood. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I, I always love Jameson, but I do love sipping on screwball peanut butter whiskey. The wife Have and you I, had it yet? The wife and I just bought a bottle of it. Oh, my God. Dude, literally, you can just sip that shit on the rocks. I'm telling you, you don't need to mix it with anything. Yeah, it's like peanut butter heaven. It is. It's like literally like sticking your dick in a can of peanut butter. It's just that good. And having your dog lick it off. just <laughs> like I almost want to just put a scoop of ice cream in it or something. Oh, my God. Syrup. <laughs> they have some crazy fucking drinks you can make with it I saw online, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I love watching the tipsy bartender videos and just you can make a cocktail out mm. of anything. Fuck yeah, you can. So here's a random question. I was just thinking about this. Are you on TikTok? Do you watch TikToks? I have it downloaded. Like, because mm-hmm. you send me funny ones that you find. <laughs> and I watch Gary V on there. But I haven't made any. I know you've made a couple and they're funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I actually, that's the thing. I don't post them. Like, I'll make them and I'll send them to, like, certain, like, you, my mom, my sister. But, like, I will not fucking post them because I'm so embarrassed. They're so fucking cringy. <laughs> but, like... The one I made of the fucking dude putting the starburst in his mouth and he pulls out the AirPod, that was so fucking funny. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Oh my god. I got like one of those fucking you know like the ring lights? Yeah. I bought one of those with my Amazon gift card I got for my birthday because I haven't used it yet. So I'm gonna be like a professional TikToker. Yeah, you are I got a ring light too, buddy. I I do it to take pictures of my sales items. Oh, do, oh, yeah, you do have one. I got this really fucking... I'm going to have to show it to you when you come down here. I got this really nice fucking set that it was like... I had a gift card and, you know, it was it was, it was was money. It's okay. Yeah, it's just money. We're doing all right. Yeah, we're, doing, we're not doing too bad for ourselves. Fucking hustle and heart will set you apart, buddy. That's right. I got that above my bed frame. I know. You should get it tattooed on your fucking back. Maybe. I mean, that's the thing. I just got a brand new tattoo. What do you think of my tattoo? I mean, that's pretty good, but I mean, you're going to have to save some real estate on yourself when you, for when you have your own kids. I know. I got my whole upper left arm. That's reserved for them and my first ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's that's a good question for you. Like, if you you have no tattoos, if you were to get a tattoo, do you know what you would get as your first tattoo? I don't know. I, I just don't think I could go through with it. Like, I know the one time we walked into a tattoo parlor together, I think we were a little drunk or high or something. But, like, I just, the needles, like, I can't even get my blood tested without passing you couldn't. Out. You couldn't get the fucking antibodies test for the coronavirus because you found out it was a needle. Yeah, I know. I thought it was going to be a finger prick, and I was barely convinced to do that. And then they're like, it's a blood draw. And I'm like, nope, I'm out. Nope. Oh, my God. Like, I better not yeah, get man, sick I... or anything because I'm not going to be able to get treatment. <laughs> See, usually I, like, I psych myself out beforehand, but, like, it's the pain is not as terrible as you think. Like, this this cross one I just got for Max, this is my fourth one, and it, it just it doesn't hurt as bad as you think. Yeah, I guess you get used it, to it. It depends on where you get it, too, though. Like, the closer to the bone, the more it's going to fucking hurt. Well, I don't have any spot on my body close to bone, so <laughs> maybe be fine. Oh my god! You know we were we were supposed to start a weight loss thing in Are January, we? and now 
we were gonna weigh in on June first, and <laughs> it's fucking July, and we didn't lose any weight. Hey, I mean the COVID fifteen is as real as the virus. <laughs> I don't know. That's the crazy part is I maintained a pretty steady weight through all of this, which is just mind blowing. Did you? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I can't say the same. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the one day I called you and you were going into the grocery store. I said, what are you going to the grocery store for? You're like, well, I bought a box of cupcakes and I was supposed to share them with my girlfriend, but I ate them all myself and now she's mad. So I got to go buy another box. And I was like, COVID's going well for you, isn't it, buddy? <laughs> I bought a, my girlfriend bought me a sauce cup to put on the, the little uh, vent in my car. So oh when I go God. through the McDonald's drive through I can dip barbecue sauce or sweet and sour or whatever in there. She that's, did that's buy how, you those. That's how my quarantine is going. Just to clarify for anybody who's questioning, he th- what was bought for him is a clip that goes on the vent of your car that is perfectly shaped to hold a McDonald's chicken McNugget sauce cup. Oh well, and it's got like it's cut out too, so you can pull out the plastic cup and you can put in like a circular ketchup cup in there. It's pretty universal for any sort of sauce <laughs> needs that you would have. Oh, my God. So I could fit, like, my little Chick-fil-A Polynesian sauce in there as well. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Anything. I fucking do. love Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's a shame. In western New York, there's, like, one, and they are busy all the time. <laughs> like, it's a special journey to go there. <laughs> yeah, it's been... the. Do you think the world will ever be normal again, like, going forward? Do you think it'll ever get some, back to some sense of normalcy where you, like, don't have to wear a fucking mask everywhere and people aren't freaking out and you got to fucking – I never thought I'd live in a world where after every yard sale I go to, I have to fucking wear a mask and I have to sanitize my hands after every fucking house I go to. I went to 60 fucking houses this weekend. You know how much hand sanitizer I fucking went through? Oh, I believe it. I mean, I just wear my mask below my nose and I don't wash my hands, but – well, I heard somebody say that wear, <laughs> wearing your mask b- below your nose is like wearing pants with your dick hanging out. Yeah, and I mean, that happens sometimes. I mean, if you don't wear <laughs> underwear and the zipper's down, I mean, it happens. It's. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't say it's ever happened to me, but it's... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Shit, anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we're hitting, you know, we're hitting that normal fucking half hour mark. It goes by so fast, but I feel like I haven't talked to you in a bit here. It's been, it's been, it's been a while. Know, I, can't, I can't even say my favorite phrase about it being a long time because it's racist and it'll come back on me and they'll shut down the podcast. So we'll just skip that one. Yes, your tens of twenties of listeners would be shut the fuck up i'm average no bullshit i'm averaging 70 it tells me my estimated audience is 78 people that's actually not bad no it's not i only have eight episodes up and i usually get anywhere from about 75 to 125 listens an episode and they say based off of that my estimated audience is about 78 people so all 78 of you you're the fucking shit. And to the one motherfucker, I don't know what bitch I pissed off, but whoever left a fucking negative review on Apple Podcasts, your mom is a cunt and a whore. She literally, somebody literally, I have all fucking five-star reviews, and some fucking stupid slut left me a fucking one-star review. 
And you don't take criticism well, huh? <laughs> well, like, I'm sorry, gonna I find got... you. <laughs> I guarantee you, it was the bitch that fucking catfished me, and I fucking shut her shit down real fast. And she was pissed off and spiteful, and she wanted to leave a negative review. Well, you know what? I'm going to leave a negative review about your fake fucking Tinder profile because you don't look like that anymore. <laughs> you fucking slob! My God. Don't even want to know what happened, buddy, but I know you're out there after it every day finding yourself a new lady to potentially become <laughs> your wife. You know, buddy, it's a struggle, and I feel like I just want to find the right person and just, you know, give them my all instead of just fucking wasting my time with people that say they're a certain weight, but they're 50 pounds heavier and their pictures are a lie. Hey, I mean, that was my Tinder profile. I had a picture of me <laughs> when I was like 14, like 220. <laughs> And then they meet me, and I got less hair and three fifty. The fact that you sent me a picture of yourself from your yearbook and you said "fat shame me, please" was one of the funniest fucking Snapchats I ever got in my life. It's crazy. I mean, time goes by, and it's like you and me were in high school, and like I don't know, it's like we're getting old quick. I feel like that's and the crazy part was too is i thought i was fat in high school i wish i weighed as much as i did when i graduated high school i'd be fucking oh, slim too. as fuck right now <laughs> i would feel great about myself oh me too me too yeah and I, just to go back to what you said i take criticism very well so if anybody has an issue or something's wrong with this podcast mm-hmm. feel free to let me know honestly that's why i appreciate <laughs> tc and i appreciate my cousin Kyle, because they both checked in this week and they told me pop, they gave me feedback on my podcast and that I do take that going forward. Was it positive? It was positive actually. (laughs) But if I did receive negative criticism, (laughs) my dad gives me negative criticism. So I usually just fucking, I roll with that, you know? Yeah. He told me that he keeps it real. Yeah, he does. So, you know, anybody has anything to say, just let me know and I'll probably just shove it off into the side with all my other fucking buried feelings. And then one day it turns into a brain tumor, but that's all right. No, I already beat the brain tumor, remember? It's gone. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was a that was an awful time in my life when I was fully convinced that I had a brain tumor. <laughs> That's see. That's what's part. That's the worst part about being a hypochondriac is you just you never know what's wrong. And I think for the most part, I've remained extremely calm during COVID. I think I'm the opposite of a hypochondriac. I think I'm a. I don't know what would that be. <laughs> I don't a know. Hypochondriacs were like, <laughs> I see problems and I pretend they're not there. You know, I wish I had that attitude about things. I feel like I wouldn't have gray hair at 23. If I if I was like that, you know, maybe I mean who knows? It's because just like I've, I, you know, I automatically assume the worst. Like, oh my god, when fucking Ebola was a thing, I was so convinced I was gonna get Ebola and fucking die. Really? I was. I had it set in my head. I was like, I can't go to school. I can't go to work. Somebody's gonna give me fucking Ebola, and I know my luck. I'm gonna fucking die. Yeah. That's crazy. But, I, I barely <laughs> even remember that pandemic. Oh my god, it was it was a stressful time in my life. But like I said, you know, you just sometimes you just gotta suppress all your feelings, and then one day you just explode. 
Coming up here, I think I'm, I told you, I'm thinking about doing a solo episode about mental health. I might want to rethink that. <laughs> you might be in a rehab facility and oh my God. 24 that, hours of posting. Oh my God. I know. That reminds me of the one girl I talked to as well. <laughs> I'll never, I will never forget. Bless your fucking mother coming up to me and she goes, are you still talking to that, that, um, 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 emotionally unstable girl I said you're gonna have to be more specific than that. <laughs> that was one of God bless her heart that was one of the funniest fucking moments of my life that was that was from a place of love and kindness oh my god I know that's why she's like my second mom god bless her yeah uh, but before we wrap this up anything else you want to add I feel like this is a another quality episode of the uncut unedited uncircumcised filthy podcast that's available on apple podcast google podcast and spotify for all 78 of my listeners absolutely i think just the message of today was just keep hustling keep hustling hustling heart will set you apart also like my background says the dream is free the hustle is sold separately let that sink in your balls or the bottom of your cooter and resonate with you because it's true. You can dream it all you want, but if you're not going to hustle, you're not going to achieve your dreams. Amen. <laughs> and like Gary V says, three words to motivate you. You're going to die. And you could have been born a tree. You could have been born a tree. I actually, I started pinning up like all my favorite people in life. Um, like celebrity wise quotes up at my desk, like Derek Jeter, Joe Namath, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ric Flair, Tom Segura, you know, all those people. And I put up one from Gary V that says, you're going to die. And one lady walks by my desk. She goes, I was reading all your quotes and they're all good, except for what's the meaning behind you're going to die. <laughs> and I'm like, if those three words don't motivate the hell out of you to make the best of each and every moment, then I don't know. What'll help you? Why? So, you know, just remember, you're going to die. And if that doesn't motivate you to do things, then you're a loser. Powerful words from a powerful man. Amen. All right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for listening. Spencer, thanks for being on again. I really fucking appreciate you as always. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. And hopefully, hopefully I'll see you soon. Hopefully I'll see you soon. Hopefully mm -hmm. we inspired some people or whatever happened. I don't know. I know. I hope after listening to this, you're ready to run through a brick wall. After your, meal at, after your meal at Cracker Barrel with six or seven mimosas, go out there, get after it, sell some stuff on Marketplace. And just don't drive home. Call Uber. Use use the promo code FILTHY to get 10% off your first Uber ride. <laughs> And your Uber driver will be filthy Phil. I don't care where you are. I'll come to you. I'm going to keep all my 78 listeners safe. I'm not dropping down to 77. Because <laughs> you want to be stupid and drive after you have endless mimosas at Cracker Barrel. That's going to be one of the first news stories we see. <laughs> Man totals car about... after drinking 47 mimosas at Cracker Barrel breakfast. 
Oh my god. See you sitting in the back of a police car waving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Well, hey, remember, you can get the Filthy Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you'd like to get your podcast. They will be there. And we will be back soon with another episode. I literally have no direction of where I'm going from here, who's going to be on here, but I can guarantee you one thing, Spencer will be back. Thank you, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Have a good one.